You're listening to the Purposeful Productivity Podcast, where we talk about the science, stories, and strategies behind productivity that lights you up without burning you out. With your host, na ang paboritong number sa electric fan ay three, Cels Alejandro. Hi, Cels here. Welcome again to another episode of the Purposeful Productivity Podcast. And today, I want to continue off from where we left the last episode, which was all about misconceptions on being lazy, right? And I'm going to do something different for this episode. Usually, I have an outline and all my points ready to go. That's how I usually operate. But for some reason, this week, I just want to do it intuitively. It's an experiment that I'm doing, so forgive me. But I just want to come authentically to you guys for this episode. So let's just get right into it. So when we talked about laziness, it's really this misconception, right? I don't believe most people are lazy. I think people are not lazy. People can just be overwhelmed, right? You're not lazy. Maybe you're just overwhelmed or maybe you're just afraid or maybe you're just tired. That doesn't make you lazy. Because there are these factors affecting our productivity that has nothing to do with our business. I will repeat that because I like repeating things when they're important. But there are some things affecting your productivity that has nothing to do with your business. It can be your environment. It can be your mental state. It can be your relationships. It can be a combination of all these things. So for this episode, I want to tackle some of these factors that you might not know actually affects the quality of work that you do. Things that you thought had nothing to do with productivity, but apparently affects majority of how you get things done and how you show up to get these things done, right? Because no matter which way you cut the cake or whatever that saying is, I'm, I'm just making I'm just making words of wisdom. <laughs> but no matter how much we try to separate our productivity and isolate it from everything else, the truth is It's connected not just to our business, but to our personal life, our relationships. And these are things that affect each other, right? Like the way we show up is affected by our relationships, our mental health, our sicknesses, and all of these other things. So the number one factor that you might not know is affecting your productivity is actually your physical environment. And by physical environment, I mean your office, quote-unquote office space, or where you usually get your work done. And equally important, like a sub-item to that is if you're consistently working in the same space. So let's start with the first one, which is your actual physical space where you get work done. 
we usually think that a nice space is a want and not a need. But the truth is, your desk really does affect your productivity. There are people who are messy and people who are neat, but that's not what we're talking about here. It's, is the space that you work in conducive to you for your focus and attention so that you can show up and do excellent work? Or is it a space where there is a lot of distractions? Is it something that distracts you? Is it a space where you're uncomfortable? Is it a space where you cannot focus? Try to reflect because you might not be realizing it, but maybe your computer chair is really affecting your productivity. These ergonomic chairs and whatnot, some of us might think, oh, that's just, that's just marketing. But honestly, it does make a difference to some people. So if you've ever thought nakaartihan lang yung pagguha ng gaming chair or ergonomic chair or whatever for you to be more quote-unquote productive, that might actually be true. Because if you're not comfortable in your physical space, that affects the kind of work that you do. Another thing in your physical space that distracts you would be clutter on your table. Some people swear by having a messy desk and that's okay but if it's distracting you that might already be a sign that it's too cluttered and you might need to organize things now the threshold for this is debatable but i would say if it works for you like i'm not gonna judge you if you have a messy desk but personally i like to organize things it's just my that's my natural tendency but the point of this is Do you like the space that you work in? Another thing to add to that are distractions, external distractions and internal distractions, right? External distractions, I mostly hear about family members disturbing you while you're trying to focus, especially for those who have kids or maybe fur babies even. These babies of ours, although we love them very, very much, might be distracting us from focusing and having that deep work. So deep work, if you're not familiar yet, is when we're able to focus for long periods of time without the distraction. For some people, it's not quite possible, especially if you have a toddler or a lot of family members or just a lot of chores here and there. Right? And we'll talk about that in a later episode. But right now, I just want you to reflect on your physical space. Is there something on your desk or around you where you work that is not working for you? And if it's not working for you, is there an easy and quick way to change that? Because you might think it's just this really, really minor thing. But trust me. It really does help to have a space that you like working in because, especially if you work from home, you're going to be there for hours and hours every single day. So invest in a chair that you like, invest in a desk that you like. If you want to decorate it, go ahead. Hindi yan kaartihan, okay? 
I will repeat because it's important. Again, hindi yan kaartihan. That is your subconscious or rather your unconscious mind telling you this is how you like to work. And it's okay na may konting arte. Alam mo yun? Like, it's fine. It's fine. Like, you're not hurting anyone. It's okay to invest in these things because they really do help you become more productive. Another sub-item to that is, are you working consistently in one space? The mind is really amazing at forming subconscious, not sure if it's subconscious or unconscious, the proper term for it, unconscious thought and thought patterns. When people come to me and they say, you know, they have these bottlenecks, sometimes the bottleneck is them not being able to rest because after a series of questions, we realize that they're working in bed when the bed is for resting. And so the brain gets confused. It gets confused. It doesn't know that when I'm on the bed, am I supposed to rest or am I supposed to work? And if you're working there, you know, it confuses. The signal gets really muddled. Like, I don't know if I should be sleeping or working and then my mind is super duper active. So my advice is for you to pick one spot to work on things. Another example to that actually is, I remember back in college when we would go into these cafes to study. And I did that enough times so that, like so much that the moment I step into a cafe, I feel immediately more productive and I'm able to focus more. Because there's that subconscious association that a cafe is where you work, a cafe is where you focus. So the brain makes that connection that cafe equals focus. And in the same way, if you work on the bed, then you're going to start thinking bed equals work. And therefore, bed equals really, really active brain instead of you supposedly becoming sleepy. So it's also important to be consistent in showing up in the right space for you. So that's, again, some short summary that's creating a physical space that you like working in. Tell yourself it's an investment because it really is. I know we usually push it down the list of the priorities. Just think that it'll help you be more productive and that it'll help you work more efficiently. Just balance it out. And number two is to consistently show up in that specific space only for working so that you associate that space with work and with focus. Another thing that we touched upon a little bit that affects our productivity that we might not be realizing is the people around us, especially right now. We're exposed to the same people almost every day. The relationships that we have with these people really do affect the way that we work. So it's important to not isolate our personal relationships with productivity. And this is advice that you might not have heard of before because we tend to think, oh, productivity is for work stuff and I don't want to mix my personal stuff and my work stuff. But the truth is, 
if you don't have a very good relationship with someone in your household, that might actually translate into work performance. And I feel like it's about time that we have these discussions openly inside of the workplace because it's actually good if we have these discussions and it gets resolved because that actually affects our performance at work. So I would say we should be talking more about this. Companies should be invested in this as well. Although I understand like this is a messy, messy thing to talk about. Relationships are complicated because people are complicated, basically. So this could be like a whole season <laughs> in and of itself. But I just want to bring that up into your awareness. Like, do you have relationships at home that you think is affecting the way that you show up at work or in your business that you might not have known before? It might not even be negative, right? Like, we might think, oh, oh it's because if I fight with someone, then of course I'm going to feel bad and then that's going to affect my productivity. And yes, that's definitely true. But equally important is to realize, like, oh, I hang out with my baby a lot. Is it too much? I would argue, like, it's it's never too much to, like, hang out with your baby. But it's always that balance, right? Like, what am I saying yes to? Because whatever you say yes to at this moment, you are saying no to other things. And so... It's a very delicate balance that differs from person to person. But I would say the biggest advice that I could give people when it comes to relationships and productivity is setting healthy boundaries. We always think that boundaries equals, oh no, I'm going to be a mean person because I'm going to say no to someone. And just because you said no this time does not make you a bad person. And just because you say no to someone temporarily does not make you a bad mom, a bad wife, a bad daughter. It's fine. Because it doesn't automatically mean na yung no mo ngayon is no forever. So maybe, let's, let's think of an example. Maybe your parents want you to pick up their medicine and of course their medicine is important now let's specify the scenario let's say hindi naman emergency let's say may stock pa ng gamot tas pwede pa you don't have to do it agad-agad if you're in focus mode you can set a boundary in the sense na okay i will pick the medicines up but after I work, right? It does not have to be so harsh and it doesn't have to be a hard no. It's just saying not now because you're focusing. So after you do your work, since hindi naman urgent, again, the context is hindi naman urgent, then you can go pick it up and do other chores and stuff like that. That is a technique called batching, task batching, right? So, Let's say, inutusan ka tanghali, 12, 12 noon, kumakain, habang kumakain ka na lunch. Anak, pick up mo naman yung medicine. And then you feel this pressure na, oh no, I have to do it now. 
even though wala naman technically nagsabi sa'yo na, oh, importanting now na, right? Pero, you found out may medicine pa naman. And so, you can say, okay, I'll pick it up after work. And then, you just follow through. It doesn't have to be so firm. Like, that is a win-win situation. And so, that's just one example, but I hope I was able to demonstrate the point that I wanted to give, which is, you can set boundaries that do not feel like you're becoming a villain. Because a lot of times, right, a lot of people I talk to, nahihirapan mag-know, especially if sa family, because, well, we love them, right? But yun nga, it doesn't mean, like, saying no to them doesn't mean na you don't love them, or it doesn't mean that you're being selfish. And most of my experiences, it's usually how it's being said rather than what is being said. So just reflect on that. Like, have you, are you avoiding saying no because you're afraid of something, of affecting their relationship negatively? I just want you to know that there is a way, there are ways to do it without having to feel like you're a villain. It's okay to say no. It's okay. The third and final factor that's actually affecting your productivity that you might not know of are actually your feelings. Your emotions are a very important part of being productive. And I'm sure you know this already, right? When you feel like tinatawad ka, when you don't feel like doing things, or when you do like doing things, we are very emotional creatures. Even the most rational person actually makes irrational decisions. Decisions based on intuition, on emotions, all the things na hindi ma-measure ng science. I would even argue na yung personal feelings mo is actually data. That's actually information. And we shouldn't be pushing it aside, especially when we try to talk about a quote-unquote rational topic like productivity, right? Because productivity was a measure of output. So yung tipong, let's just keep putting stuff out there no matter how, what, we feel, right? Ganun kasi before, na no matter how you feel, suck it up, do your thing, right? And there is a time and space where that works, especially if, oh, deadline na, so like, kahit pagod ako, fine. Fine. And I understand, I'm not telling you to like, not hustle when you want to hustle. What I am telling you is, are you trying not to feel things that you're supposed to feel? Are you bottling things up and disguising it as productivity? Right? Are you? Because, let's face it, there are things that we can push down so that we can keep being productive. And we'll talk about that some other time. But for now, I feel like we need to talk about these quote-unquote touchy-feeling things, but I believe they're really important, right? So, are you delaying your healing and your progress and your growth because ayaw mong harapin yung emotions mo? Because ayaw mong pag-isipan 
yung mga mahihirap na stuff because you have to look put together because you're the strong person who everyone depends on right are you trying to not feel things because you're afraid that the moment you allow yourself to feel things you're just gonna break down for like a week and you're scared because there are bills to be paid because there are things that need to be done and feeling mo if hindi ka gagalaw if hindi ka gumagalaw 24/7 feeling mo everything's gonna fall apart so kumbaga parang you're running on fumes you're running on the initial momentum yung tipong alam mo yung pagtumakbo ka downhill tas hindi ka makatigil kasi feeling pag tumigil ka madadapa ka ganun ba yung feel mo because i'm telling you now you need to heal from those things you need to i'm not saying like you need to heal 100% for you to before you move because most of the time there are things na kahit ano nararamdaman mo you need to keep moving forward right but my point is are you shoving it down so much na para lang hindi ka makaramdam i want you to give yourself permission to be emotional even when you're trying to be productive it doesn't have to be at odds with one another yung feelings mo at yung productivity mo hindi yan magkaaway so yes you can be productive even when you feel like things suck yes you can be productive even if umiiyak ka na because sometimes you just have to but i don't want you to be this person na alam mo yon like hindi yung tipong binabattle up mo na lang lahat. I'm scared. I don't want you to do that. Because I know, if mapuno ka, sasabog ka. And that's not healthy. And you might even break down. And you might even get burnt out. So let out the steam, let out that pressure once in a while, okay? That being said, the biggest tip that I have for situations like this na alam mo yun, like, there's a lot of emotions and you just feel like you have to keep working, is to, number one, set aside time for you to rest. And number two, set yourself time to feel things. A mentor of mine, hindi siya iyakin, pero, so, like, whenever she is faced with this, like, emotional thing, kasi in, in, she's not, like, super, hindi siya madramang tao. What she does is when she feels like gusto niyang maging sad or umiyak and dami-daming kailangan gawin sa to-do list, instead of bottling that up, she allows herself to feel everything she wants to feel pero may deadline. Yung tipong, okay, I'll allow myself to cry pero mga 20 minutes lang. Now, I'm not saying you give yourself 20 minutes. I personally am an emotional person. I've come to be at peace with the fact that I am an emotional person, but I'm an emotional person who is really productive. Not to like, alam yun, like, I know, buhat bang ko, pero I know I allow myself to feel things, pero productive ako. I, would, I can argue that. So, for my mentor, that's 20 minutes. For me, uh, maybe an hour, maybe two hours, maybe half a day. Pero alam mo yun, parang allow yourself to feel things pero wag ka tumambay sa feelings na yun. Right? Kumbaga, wag mong patirahin sa puso mo yung nafe-feel mong yun. Okay? So, those are the three things, or actually 
things that are affecting your productivity that you may not even notice or you may not have thought of before that actually affects your productivity. So again, I want to remind you all, all these different facets of who you are, you cannot isolate that from productivity because your productivity is a product of everything that you are, right? It's not just your systems, it's not just your habits, but even your emotions, your physical environment, your digital environment, your relationships with other people, both at work and at home, affects your productivity. So take the time to think of things in your environment that you might not have thought of that actually do affect the way you work and the way that you show up. And I hope that this episode brought some light into that. I hope na nakatulong to make you more aware of the things na, oy, yung kapag inuutusan ako ng ganitong oras or habang nagtatrabaho ako, nakaka-distract pala. Ayaw ko pala yun. Alam mo yun, or maybe like, oh, this chair sa puntaonan nandito, ginagamit ko, sobrang yung foam, lubog na, alam mo yun, I've always wanted to get a new chair, pero nami pang bills na kailangan bayaran, di ko na pa-prioritize. Maybe it's time. Are there certain mindsets that you need to get rid of? Right? Because most of the root causes of productivity can be traced back into mindset. Sometimes, yeah, I would say like it's like a 50-50, 50% systems, 50% like mindset stuff. So I just want to make sure na covered yung bases natin, right? Because again, this show is all about holistic productivity. Productivity for people and not for robots because, well, we're not robots. We're complicated because we're human beings and we have feelings and we can be productive even with all the messy stuff. So I hope this episode helped you out and feel free to reach out if you have any questions or what you thought of or any reflections that you had from this episode. I would love to receive a review from you guys. So please, please, if you have the time, go check that out. So thanks again. Thanks for listening. I'll see you guys next time. Bye! So that was today's episode of the Purposeful Productivity Podcast. Again, I'm your host, Cels Alejandro. And if you want to learn more about this or get all the latest updates on this podcast, the best way for you to do that is to go to cellsalejandro.com slash newsletter. Again, that's Cels Alejandro. That's my name, cellsalejandro.com slash newsletter. Thank you so much for sticking around. I'll see you in the next one. Take care. Bye. And don't forget to always show up every day. Bye.